With winter coming, and all the health issues it brings, now's the time to make sure your immune system is as strong as it can be and to build your natural immunity. It's time to empower your immune system. Empower supercharges your immunity because it's made from AHCC, one of the most powerful mushroom extracts to ever come out of Japan. It's been shown to enhance your immune protection by over 300%, and it has the robust research to prove it. Empower is my first go-to when it comes to immune support. I personally take it daily and prescribe it to my patients in need of immune support. And who doesn't these days? If you're looking for a way to supercharge your immune system protection and build your natural immunity, Empower is the solution for you. For more information and order, go to theharmonycompany.com. That's theharmonycompany.com. Or call 800-422-5518. 800-422-5518. Use coupon code HOFFMAN20 at checkout and get a 20% first-time discount and free shipping. That's theharmonycompany.com for Empower. Welcome to Intelligent Medicine, America's foremost program on health, medicine, and nutrition, featuring the latest on both conventional and alternative therapies. Now, here's Dr. Ronald Hoffman. Welcome to another hour of the weekend edition of Intelligent Medicine. I'm your host, Dr. Ronald Hoffman. Now's a good time to start dialing because you can come directly into the doctor's office and pose a question by calling 877-726-8255. We've got lots to talk about uh, this hour. And I want to start out by talking about something that I consider a health issue. It may be a reach, but I'm talking about the proliferation of e-bikes in my hometown of New York City. Now, you may say, well, is it a health issue? And I say indubitably it's a health issue because I have to say that as I walk around Manhattan, I am more concerned about the possibility of getting injured or killed by an e-bike than I am about the risk of cancer or heart disease for me personally because Manhattan has become a, a killing zone when it comes to errant riders of high-powered, fast e-bikes and e-cycles. Now, this is kind of the law of unintended consequences, because with the development of new technology, we now have e-bikes with small batteries that go fast. And this is really a boon to older bicycle riders because you may reach a certain age where it's harder to ride a bike and you enjoy riding outside and maybe the hills are becoming more challenging. And there may be a point when I get older that I may opt for an e-bike so that I can go on beautiful long bike rides as I currently do, but maybe I just won't have the mojo to climb those hills and go those long distances. So, so much the good for technology. Uh, this also has a concurrence with an effort to green New York City, to have fewer cars. And that's a movement uh, across the country, more bike lanes so that people can exercise, get the cars off the street, reduce the pollution, in effect, uh, turn Manhattan into Copenhagen or Amsterdam, where we have, we see a lot of, you know, like businessmen and women in suits riding to work on their bicycles. And indeed, that is a healthy alternative to sitting in traffic in a car and uh, being sedentary. Uh, there's been a proliferation of bike lanes. 
and added to it is COVID because during COVID, a lot of people opted for deliveries. So now we have a whole cadre of delivery people because people don't want to go out anymore. And there was a proliferation of DoorDash and uh, Uber Eats and all these delivery services so that you don't have to go walking outside anymore. Uh, and you can just take uh, your food uh, via delivery. And so uh, many of these uh, these uh, delivery people uh, are unlicensed. Uh, I don't know what their national origin is, but perhaps many of them are of, uh, shall we say, dubious uh, immigration status. And for them, uh, sometimes a collision means big trouble. So they become hit and run drivers. And there's also the proliferation of outdoor booths because of COVID. You know, people had to eat outside. They didn't want to go inside. So that's made uh, New York City undrivable. You, you just can't get around New York City anymore. Between the added bike lanes and the outdoor booths uh, and the truck deliveries where they're double and triple parking, uh, you just can't travel around the city anymore. And so as a bike rider, I know that when I come to an intersection, uh, I'm on a two-wheeled device, and stopping is a bit of a pain. And so sometimes, admittedly, when I'm in the country, uh, I'll roll, roll through a top stop sign because, you know, you have to stop, and then you have to regain momentum. I'll look both ways, and I'll see it all clear, and I'll go through it. But it is the belief of many bicycle riders but now also e-bicycle riders who have much more powerful, fast vehicles, the traffic lights don't make sense anymore. And they constantly go through red lights. And also, they go in the wrong direction. So if you're stepping off the sidewalk and you look in the direction of traffic in a precautionary way, and you step out into the intersection, you may be hit from the other side by somebody going the wrong way. Because you got to look both ways to make sure, even when you're crossing with a light, that it's safe. And there's an article here in the New York Post about the death last month of a 69-year-old New York City woman who, after waiting near the curb, she stepped into the intersection across the street. The man on an electric city bike plowed into her because now they have not just city bikes that are self-powered, but they have electric city bikes. Sounds like a good idea. You get around, it reduces the impact on traffic, so they say, but these are powerful bikes. They're electric powered. And so that comes in the wake of the death of yet another 69-year-old woman near the United Nations, where I live, an e-cyclist who witnesses said was going in the wrong direction, hit and critically injured another 69-year-old woman near the United United Nations. She, she didn't die. She was just critically injured. So what does that mean for a 69-year-old person to be critically injured? That's a life-changing event. That can absolutely change the course of your life and destroy the quality of your remaining years. What's the use of eating healthy, taking vitamins? exercising if you're going to get plowed into and get multiple fractures and internal injuries from a collision with an e-bike. In that case, the cyclist fled the scene. So 
Last year, New York City reported that uh, bicyclists, including e-cyclists, killed three pedestrians. A fourth was killed by a moped. That makes 10 deaths in less than three years caused by drivers of these two-wheeled vehicles. This is not including motorcycles, which is another thing. But you know, at least motorcyclists obey traffic laws. They don't go the wrong way on a one-way street. And they stop at red lights because they're in a what is considered a motor vehicle. So uh, this is a big problem. Uh, a possible solution comes from Finland, where they've enacted speed and nighttime usage restrictions. And they did a study on that, and they found that uh, they looked at 846 injuries that were related to e-scooters um, during a period. And they found that when there were no restrictions, the rate of injuries was twice as high. But with the enactment of restrictions on nighttime usage, you know, in the dark, you don't see these people coming. And speed restrictions, reducing speed to 20 kilometers per hour, which is still pretty fast. That's like, you know, 15 miles an hour. That's still pretty fast. You get hit by somebody going, you know, 12 or 15 miles per hour. You're going to feel it. But it it slashed the incidence of injuries. Paris, pretty civilized place, but, you know, kind of chaotic. They have outright banned e-bikes and e-cycles. That totally makes sense. Why can't we have that here? Uh, it's really a matter of uh, really uh, lifestyle when it comes to the habitability of urban areas. And I got to say, I really deplore uh, the heightened use and proliferation of these e-bikes, many of which are unregistered and don't obey traffic laws. I'm really, really afraid of them. And it's messing with my quality of life here in the city and puts me and many others, especially, you know, and I'm pretty gainly. I can move fast, get out of the way. But people with limited mobility crossing streets, they're taking their lives in their hands. Okay, enough of that rant. 877-726-8255, our number, and this is Intelligent Medicine. As you know, it's important to me that the supplements I recommend and use are of the highest quality. That's why I stock the Protocol for Life Balance product line at my online dispensary, drhoffman.com slash protocol for life balance. Protocol for Life Balance offers a wide range of professional grade products using ingredients backed by strong scientific research, including methyl action. Methyl action contains B vitamins in their active forms, promoting a vital process called methylation, which helps maintain normal homocysteine levels, supporting neurological, cardiovascular, eye, and bone health. Methyl action is a good choice for anyone who wants to support their overall health and well-being. It is especially beneficial for individuals wanting to keep their homocysteine levels within normal range and want to aid gracefully. For more information and to order methyl action, just go to drhoffman.com slash protocol for life balance. That's drhoffman.com slash protocol for life balance. drhoffman.com slash protocol for life balance. Methyl action. At Essential Formulas, we provide the immune essentials for your family's health this winter. Dr. O'Hara's probiotics and Reg Active. Dr. O'Hara's probiotics is recognized as a worldwide leader in probiotic digestive health. 
Since 70% of your immune cells reside in your gut, Dr. O'Hara's probiotics have an impressive effect on immune health too. Dr. O'Hara's probiotics contain over 500 postbiotic metabolites shown to help support immune function. Certified vegetarian, free of gluten, dairy, and GMOs, a powerful immune option. RegActive formulas help boost levels of glutathione, the body's most essential antioxidant, which decreases as we age. Maintaining glutathione levels is key in overall health protection. Be proactive about your immune health. Look for Dr. O'Hara's probiotics and RegActive at natural health retailers and online today. Welcome back to Intelligent Medicine. Dr. Ronald Hoffman here. That's a little ditty by the Archies, I guess a one-hit wonder from the 60s or 70s. And that's a good lead-in to this study, which looks at the effect of adding sugar to coffee or tea. Now, I must confess that uh, I wake up every morning these days and I've developed the habit of having a cup of tea. Uh, it may be black tea, it may be Earl Grey tea. Uh, and it gives me just a little bit of caffeine, but also the beneficial polyphenols that are in tea. But I sometimes feel guilty when I add a little bit of sugar to it, you know, maybe a half teaspoon of sugar, because I, I like that just a little bit of sweetness in my tea. Sometimes I'll add stevia, but if there's no stevia around, I'll add a little bit of sugar. I'm metabolically healthy, so I don't think it makes a big impact on me. But um, I was wondering if there is a potential effect. And there's a big study from Denmark and the Netherlands, which looks at the impact of adding sugar to coffee or tea. By the way, I, I drink decaf. I don't drink regular coffee, except in an emergency. If I'm going to drive like late at night or something like that, and I want to be alert, okay, I'll have a cup of coffee if I have like a two-hour drive ahead of me. But uh, I rarely drink caffeinated coffee. I'll drink decaf all day long, and I drink it black. I don't, no, no cream, no sugar. I just drink it black. I like the taste of it without any added sweetener. So... These researchers analyzed data looking at thousands of individuals and they wanted to see whether adding sugar to coffee or tea could impact health outcomes. They looked at the incidence of diabetes, deaths caused by heart disease or cancer, and all-cause mortality. And what they found is that adding sugar to coffee or tea did not pose additional health risks to any significant extent. There was a slight uh, effect. Uh, the sugar group's death rate was 90%, and the no-sugar group's death rate was 87.5%, but they said that that was not statistically significant. Uh, and there was a little bit of a higher rate of heart disease, um, but they didn't think it amounted to much. They say important findings of the study were that when correcting for important confounders, there was no statistically significant association between the use of sugar in coffee and tea and all-cause mortality, cardiovascular mortality, cancer mortality, or the incidence of diabetes. Uh, what they point out in this study is they did not ask people how much sugar they put in. And I would say it depends because uh, I recall 
And I was uh, in high school at the time, and I was uh, I went to have uh, a cup of coffee with a Cuban friend of mine, and we sat there, and I was talking to this guy. We were engaged in lively conversation, and he just went into the sugar bowl, and he added one, two, three, four. He just kept kept adding sugar to his coffee, but of course he was from Cuba, where they have a thriving sugarcane industry. And I guess they like their coffee sweet. And I said to him, Rene was his name. I said, Rene, what are you doing? Did you notice that you put in like six or seven teaspoons of sugar into your coffee? He says, yeah, that's the way I like it. Very, very, very sweet. <laughs> so, you know, I guess there's a limit to how much sugar you can add. And another uh, point about this study is they did not look at what happens when you go to, say, a Starbucks and you get a sugary coffee drink because they put enormous amounts of sugar into those drinks, you know, like all kinds of, you know, sweeteners and additives and syrups. And that may be the problem. Lots of excess sugar that's concealed in some of these, what essentially are dessert drinks. Well, let's talk about chocolate because uh i like throwing a little bit of uh cocoa powder into my decaf uh if chocolate is your weakness the real chocolate decadence of flava naturals performance dark chocolate can be your strength extensive research demonstrates the remarkable benefits of daily cocoa flavanols on brain and heart function i had some before this broadcast do i sound smarter i i think i'm a little sharper mentally uh the Remarkable benefits of daily cocoa flavanols on brain and heart function have been demonstrated, including a recent Harvard study showing a 27% reduction in cardiovascular death. The FDA recently issued a qualified health claim saying that high flavanol cocoa powder may help prevent cardiovascular disease. You can get it unsweetened if you're worried about sugar. It may even be a helpful tool in managing cognitive decline. Flava Naturals dark chocolate bars and cocoa powder deliver five to nine times the flavanols of typical dark chocolate. Great flavor and minimal sugar or no sugar at all in their cocoa powder. Their secret is sourcing premium high flavanol cocoa beans and processing them naturally. The result is decadent dark chocolate with the flavanol levels needed to fuel brain and cardio performance. I use it every day. For more information and to order, just go to flavanaturals.com. There you'll find the extensive research behind cocoa flavanols, benefits, and great recipes, too. That's flavanaturals.com. All right, coming up, uh, we'll take a look at diet for psoriasis. You know, they're prescribing lots of powerful drugs for psoriasis. Diet may make a difference. 877-726-8255, or number for Intelligent Medicine. If you're looking to maintain peak brain health, I'd like to introduce you to a cutting-edge new brain support formula from my friends at Thorne, Sinequel. If you're recovering from a head injury or play contact sports, you should pay special attention. Sinequel is formulated with the best research nutrients that support healthy brain structure and cognitive function. Sinequel's active ingredients help maintain cellular energy production, encourage a healthy balance of inflammatory cytokines, provide energy to fuel the nerves, support neurotransmitter production, and help protect against oxidative stress. It's available in two strengths, Sinequel for Everyday Maintenance and Sinequel Plus, 
Plus, which provides higher amounts of certain nutrients for shorter-term post-impact support. For more information and to purchase Sinequel, just go to drhoffman.com slash thorn. There you'll also find some of my other favorite thorn products. That's drhoffman.com slash thorn for the essential nutritional brain support formula, Sinequel. We wouldn't go a day without washing our hands, brushing our teeth, and washing our nose. Whoa, wait, we wash our nose? Yes, the number one place where bacteria, viruses, and pollen enter your body is through the nose. So the average person breathes over 23,000 times a day. That's 23,000 opportunities for bacteria, viruses, and irritants to get into your nose and make you sick. For an extra layer of protection, wash your nose with Clear. That is Clear, X-L-E-A-R. Clear's drug-free nasal spray features xylitol, an ingredient proven to block adhesion of many nasty bacteria and viruses and effectively clean, not just rinse like a saline, but wash your nose. Clear nasal spray quickly alleviates congestion, opens your airway, and ensures your body's natural defenses are strong. Read the research studies for yourself at clear.com. That's X-L-E-A-R.com. Protect yourself from the pathogens and junk you breathe. Pick up a bottle for you and your family today. Welcome back to Intelligent Medicine. Dr. Ronald Hoffman here, our number 877-726-8255. That number available to you 24-7, 365. So if you uh, can't call during the program, you can call during the week and record a question. And uh, let's, let's talk psoriasis for a moment, then we'll take a question. Um, sufferers now have a wide range of options. It used to be that if you had psoriasis, all you could do was apply steroids to your skin. Skin, you know, which is not great long term because some of it gets absorbed and can cause steroid side effects and wasn't that effective anyway. Thins the skin, not great. So now there are a whole raft of options, the so-called biologics. And if you watch TV, you continuously see commercials for these rather expensive drugs, drugs with names like Taltz. Orencia, Tremphia. I don't know where they come up with these names, but they're pretty interesting. Uh, there are now 11 of them approved for the treatment of psoriasis. They're biologics. They work by suppressing the immune system, which isn't great because there are a lot of warnings about you may be prone to infectious diseases like tuberculosis and so on. But they do effectively reduce psoriasis. And one of the interesting things about these commercials is that they're, they're kind of realistic. You know, when I look at the commercials, I see... There are a lot of overweight individuals in these commercials, and that's because there is a concordance between overweight and psoriasis. And not in every case, because, you know, there are plenty of thin and rail people who have psoriasis, but there is a tendency for people who are overweight to have more inflammation, which increases the risk of psoriasis. So it's interesting to see a study that looks at dietary treatment of psoriasis with pretty Pretty amazing results. It's in the journal Nutrition. Aggressive weight loss program with a ketogenic diet, uh, followed by a Mediterranean diet for the treatment of chronic plaque psoriasis. And it's a preliminary study, but very, very interesting results. Uh, they took a bunch of adult patients who were overweight and had stable chronic plaque psoriasis, but had not yet taken medications, except for like chronic, you know, emollients, you know, things to lubricate the skin. So they weren't on these powerful drugs. 
they underwent a 10-week, two-phase weight loss program, which started out with a four-week, very low-carbohydrate ketogenic diet. In other words, virtually no carbs for four weeks, followed by six weeks of a low-calorie Mediterranean diet. So they introduced some carbs, but not a lot of carbs, and it was calorie-reduced. And they looked at the endpoints of something called the PASI score, psoriasis area and severity index at week 10. That's Now, that's a very short time. So I was wondering, like, eh, are they going to see results in such a short time? Well, the results were pretty spectacular. There was a body weight reduction of 12%. And in terms of the PASI score, uh, 97% of patients had improvements of greater than 50% in their PASI score. The PASI, I'll remind you, stands for psoriasis area and severity index. Um, and then when it came to a 75% improvement, uh, there was 65% of patients had a, a 75% improvement in their PASI score. Uh, the treatment was resulted in a significant reduction in the body surface area involved, uh, reduced by 17%. There was an improvement in itch severity by 33%. And there was a, an improvement in quality of life by 13 points on a dermatology life quality index. So their conclusion, rightly enough, in Adult overweight patients with stable chronic plaque psoriasis, an aggressive dietary weight loss program consisting of a very low carbohydrate ketogenic diet followed by a balanced Mediterranean diet uh, that is low in calories appeared to be an effective first line strategy to reduce disease severity. So why oh why are we uh, prescribing these drugs willy-nilly? They're expensive. They have side effects when we could employ nutritional strategies to great advantage in the treatment of psoriasis. Folks, it really works. I've seen it. All right. I'm very happy to welcome a new sponsor to Intelligent Medicine. Because if you're looking to maintain peak brain health, I'd like to introduce you to a cutting-edge new brain support formula from my friends at Thorne. It's called Cinequel. Cine, S-Y-N-A, Quell. Cine, from the word synapse, which are the little connections within your brain that often don't work if you're suffering from brain problems. If you're recovering from a head injury or play contact sports, that's a mom and dad alert. You should pay special attention because maybe your kids are playing soccer and are hitting the ball or playing contact football. Cinequel is formulated with the best research nutrients that support healthy brain structure and cognitive function. Cinequel's active ingredients help maintain cellular energy production, encourage a healthy balance of inflammatory cytokines, provide energy to fuel the nerves, support neurotransmitter production, and help to protect against oxidative stress. Cinequel is available in two strengths, Cinequel for everyday maintenance and Cinequel Plus, which provides higher amounts of certain nutrients for shorter-term post-impact support. So perhaps for older adults with perhaps concern about cognitive issues or neurodegenerative conditions, take the Cinequel for everyday maintenance. For more information to purchase Cinequel, just go to drhoffman.com slash thorn. There you'll find some of my other favorite, very innovative 
Thorn products. That's DearHoffman.com slash Thorn for the Essential Nutritional Brain Support Formula, Cinequel. All right, 877-726-8255 or number. And as I promised, we have some recorded questions. So let's hear the next one. What are the best pre-marathon nutrients for a teen runner? Okay, and I hope you're listening to our live program because marathon is tomorrow in New York City. It's a big deal. The city is all tied up with uh, runners. Uh, it's going to be exciting because the temperature is just right, not too cold, not too hot. They keep pushing back the marathon. When I did the marathon in 1991, the marathon was held in uh, early October. And so temperatures can get pretty high then. And sometimes there there have been some instances where the marathon was run in temperatures that were 80 or above, and that was pretty bad for the runners. Uh, tomorrow looks to be sort of uh, slightly cloudy with a light breeze and temperatures uh, ranging up to the low 60s. So perfect weather for a marathon. And if you got a teen runner, look, first of all, teenagers don't need tons of supplements to perform well in the marathon. It's, uh, it's older individuals who may need uh, some more nutritional support. But the suggestion is, I, I'm not a big fan of that big carbo load thing that they do, you know, the night before, you know, you get all bloated on uh, big portions of pasta. That's not good for your GI tract, which kind of takes a beating during a long run like that. You don't want to be just bloated and, you know, feeling very heavy when you undertake a run. So moderate uh, carbohydrates. I'm not for people going on a keto diet before that because you need to put some glycogen from carbohydrates into your muscles and store some. So have some carbohydrates the night before. The morning of, um, you know, you get up pretty early and then you wait around a lot. So the suggestion is have kind of a slow-release carbohydrate, maybe some uh, steel-cut oats or, you know, even instant oats in the morning with uh, some banana or some raisins to kind of increase your carbohydrate uh, storage capability in your muscles. Muscles are a depot for glycogen. And without the glycogen, you bonk, you know, at mile 12 or mile 18. And I would also suggest, and this is something appropriate for a teenager, because uh, what teenager doesn't like uh, chocolate milk? And I'm not suggesting milk because milk doesn't, digest very well, especially when you're bouncing around. You're going to get a cramp in your side if you drink a lot of milk before an event. But maybe take advantage of Flava Naturals, which has some nice uh, uh, cocoa drinks that uh, give you uh, cocoa flavanols. And actually, they've been demonstrated to increase nitric oxide, uh, which has kind of a beet-like effect in terms of athletic performance. There are lots of studies on consuming beets and concentrated beet extract, but for I mean, I've tried that. I've tried to drink beet juice before a, a long-distance event like a triathlon, and it just kind of, I don't know, turns my stomach. But it turns out that cocoflavanols also deliver a lot of dietary nitrates, which boost nitric oxide, and that might be more palatable alternative to, to drink in a quart of beet juice before an event. So good luck to your uh, teen runner. I hope you're listening. And uh, I think it's great that uh, teens with all that energy are focusing on uh, the uh, discipline of running. Uh, I think it's a great, great thing for teens to be engaged. 
in a physical exercise regimen. 877-726-8255, our number. And uh, this item uh, is, comes as kind of a surprise because uh, we fluoridate our water in many municipalities across the country. And then we, uh, when kids go to dentists, the dentists apply more fluoride to their teeth to protect their teeth. Ostensibly, it's for dental prophylaxis or prevention. And uh, then you get even more fluoride from high fluoride toothpastes, which kids sometimes swallow. They don't, not so good at spitting it out. So here's a study that says that there's a possible link between the long-term consumption of water with elevated fluoride levels and cognitive impairments in children. Now note that this is done in rural Ethiopia where there's a natural high level of fluoride in the water supply, probably much higher than you'd get from ordinary Western fluoridated water. But nonetheless, it's a caution flag. They assessed the cognitive abilities of 74 children and they found that there was a tendency for cognitive impairment in kids who uh, who were asked to perform standard cognitive tests uh, based on their fluoride levels. This is from Tulane University. So they say long-term consumption of water with fluoride levels far above established drinking water standards may be linked to cognitive impairments in children, published in the journal neurotoxicology uh, and, um, you know, is a caution flag on our policy of fluoridating everything, our water, our dental products, and uh, making it a procedure performed in dental offices. Uh, Is it really warranted for tooth protection when it may have more far-reaching negative effects on the brain and body? 877-726-8255 or number this is intelligent medicine with winter coming and all the health issues it brings now's the time to make sure your immune system is as strong as it can be and to build your natural immunity it's time to empower your immune system empower supercharges your immunity because it's made from ahcc one of the most powerful mushroom extracts to ever come out of japan it's been shown to enhance your immune protection by over 300 percent and it has the robust research to prove it. Empower is my first go-to when it comes to immune support. I personally take it daily and prescribe it to my patients in need of immune support. And who doesn't these days? If you're looking for a way to supercharge your immune system protection and build your natural immunity, Empower is the solution for you. For more information and order, go to theharmonycompany.com. That's theharmonycompany.com. Or call 800-422-5518. 800-422-5518. Use coupon code HOFFMAN20 at checkout and get a 20% first-time discount and free shipping. That's theharmonycompany.com for Empower. As you know, it's important to me that the supplements I recommend and use are of the highest quality. That's why I stock the Protocol for Life Balance product line at my online dispensary, drhoffman.com slash protocol for life balance. Protocol for Life Balance offers a wide range of professional-grade products using ingredients backed by strong scientific research, including 
methyl action. Methyl action contains B vitamins in their active forms, promoting a vital process called methylation, which helps maintain normal homocysteine levels, supporting neurological, cardiovascular, eye, and bone health. Methyl action is a good choice for anyone who wants to support their overall health and well-being. It is especially beneficial for individuals wanting to keep their homocysteine levels within normal range and want to age gracefully. For more information and to order methyl action, just go to drhoffman.com slash Protocol for Life Balance. That's drhoffman.com slash protocol for life balance. drhoffman.com slash protocol for life balance. Methyl action. Welcome back to Intelligent Medicine. Call into 877-726-8255 during the week and record a question like this individual. Let's hear it. I am 74 years old, height about 5'2", weighed about 100 pounds. I'm really thin and don't gain weight easily, but I'm concerned about my cholesterol. Overall cholesterol seems to be going up. LDL is 205. HDL is 128, 128. Triglycerides are 87. Total cholesterol is 346. I do eat red meat. The thinking is that there, this might be some sort of a genetic thing. And I really wonder where to go with this next. You know, okay. I feel pretty good. Okay, so, you know, this is actually a dilemma that I confront frequently in my office is people with high cholesterol who are wondering whether they need to reduce their cholesterol with medication. And yes, you know, that is a consequential high LDL and the overall cholesterol is over 300. But the question is whether it's having an impact on your arteries. And we can clarify that by doing an imaging study called uh, CAC, uh, a, an ultrafast CT or what's called an EBT scan, uh, which is an expensive, relatively low radiation and can tell us whether you're accumulating plaque. So I'm not saying that you're, you don't have to lower cholesterol, but generally we're a little bit skeptical about the need to lower cholesterol in individuals over 70 or 75 because if they have not yet developed cardiovascular disease, you know, their lifespan is probably a little limited to a couple of or maybe three decades and uh, they're less likely to uh, suffer a heart attack or a stroke during that shortened lifespan. Uh, more important would be if you called and you said, I'm 45 years old and I have these numbers. We said, I'd say, well, my goodness, you know, you got another 50, 60 years left and maybe we should be doing something to lower the cholesterol. So I don't know without that additional information. You seem pretty lean. Uh, you can't gain weight. What can you do? Well, you know, we take a look at your diet, see what's going on. Are there some problems with absorption? Uh, often, uh, individuals who are frail, uh, suffer from low levels of androgens, maybe some DHEA or testosterone could help you uh, boost your muscle mass. Branch chain amino acids, in particular leucine, uh, can support uh, muscle uh, growth. Also creatine at doses of uh, five grams per day, that's a teaspoon, uh, seem to be a good hedge against what's called sarcopenia or frailty. Uh, there's some strategies to use when people are sort of <laughs> you know, starting to wither away. Uh, but uh, I think you need a little more information to help us determine whether uh, we need to pull the trigger on that cholesterol. 
877-726-8255 or number. And you don't need a study to tell you that aging and fatigue go hand in hand. Nevertheless, my friends at Nutritional Therapeutics, which are makers of NT Factor, point to 16 studies, all peer-reviewed and published in mainstream medical journals, showing that NT Factor can reduce fatigue while at the same time, Age-related changes in the cells are reversed. For 30 years, the makers of NT Factor have worked to improve our health spans by focusing on the mitochondria, the energy powerhouses of our cells. Their science shows that NT Factor, which I don't go a day without and recommend to my patients, improves our energy and prevents the deterioration that accompanies aging. They promise us that our day-to-day lives will be improved And they keep proving it in studies that include placebo-controlled trials, both in academic institutions and in medical practices like mine. You can find NT Factor at your favorite health food store or online retailer, or to order direct, go to ntfactor.com. That's ntfactor.com. Don't let tiredness and fatigue rob your senior years. Invest regularly in the anti-aging benefit of NT Factor at ntfactor.com. And finally, this, you know, there's no blood test for ALS. You can't determine if you're coming down with or at high risk for uh, Lou Gehrig's disease, amyotrophic lateral sclerosis, which is a devastating, uh, almost invariably fatal condition. But here's a study that says that drawing a tube of blood could assess ALS risk. How do they determine that? Well, this is kind of scary because... They can assess ALS risk from environmental toxin exposure alone. The risk score included 36 common pollutants persistently found in the environment. And what they found, and this is a very disturbing connection, they found that the higher the exposure to organic pollutants, the more likely it was that you would develop this devastating medical condition. Well, thanks very much for joining us. And uh, a reminder, uh, you can find lots more resources at uh, dearhoffman.com. You can follow our Intelligent Medicine podcast during the week on your favorite podcast app and get new episodes daily. Check out all things Intelligent Medicine at dearhoffman.com. Have yourselves a great weekend.